You're listening to KNBR, the only place with Golden State Warriors basketball. Now back to Murph and Mac. We are delighted to welcome Warriors head coach Mark Jackson back to the Murph and Mac show. Last time we had him was after they beat the Miami Heat. Now we're having him after they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves, getting ready to take on the Indiana Pacers. He's on the Ring Central guest line. Mark, welcome back to the Murph and Mac show. How are you this morning? I'm doing outstanding. Thanks again for having me. Oh, always good to have you. And, and a lot of Warriors excitement here in the Bay, especially after you guys righted the ship these last three games. And let's start with today. What are you guys doing this morning? What's the game plan for the Indiana game tonight? Well, just actually finished um, shoot around. We're back at the hotel, <clears throat> uh, having a little you know brunch, and then uh, prepare to go over to the uh, arena in a little bit. But um, excited, you know, playing a very good Indiana Pacer team as well, coach, and enjoying a. You know, a very good year. Uh, so getting uh, Granger back helps them and trying to fit him in. But Paul George has been, you know, special this year. And it's, it's just a tough basketball team, and especially on their home court. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize how good they are. They're the second best record in the Eastern Conference. Uh, that says something right there. And it's funny that, I mean, you mentioned Paul George, David West, Danny Granger, but these guys aren't like the stars of the league. You know, these aren't the, you know, the Kobe's and the LeBron's and guys like that. But what can you tell everybody what to expect from this Indiana team, given that they're not star names, but they're winning a lot of games? Well, not star names. You know, the one all-star in Paul George, but they do have some very solid players. You know, we know David West's ability to post up. Also, his ability to play in pick-and-roll situations can hit the mid-range jump shot as well as, you know, any power forward. Um you know, George Hill is a very, very tough, smart, heady uh, point guard who's, you know, had an opportunity to come here from San Antonio and, you know, has done a very good job. This is a, this is a, a tough basketball team. You know, you look at Hibbert in the middle, you know, a big-time post presence with his size and strength. They just compete. They really get after you, and we're going to have to be locked in and, and ready to compete in, in order to win this ballgame tonight. Yeah, big time. We're talking to Mark Jackson, Warriors taking on the Pacers at 4 o'clock on KMBR 680. Let's talk about... Uh, the, the win Sunday in Minnesota, what it meant to you guys. You know, you're on the road, you're starting a five-game road trip, you're coming off that real emotional win over San Antonio, and it was a slow start to the game, and yet you guys had to pull it out at the end. To you, about as big a win as you can get, or are they all big at this point, I imagine, huh? Well, they're all big. Uh, we were disappointed in the way we started the game. Uh, they jumped on us. We didn't take care of the basketball. Uh, we were careless, you know, offensively and then defensively. We, we just, we didn't have it going on. It was an early ball game. That's not an excuse, but we were out of character. But at the end of the day, I think it, it says a lot about this basketball team because last year, that's probably a game we lose. It's probably a game we lose. We, we, we gutted it out. We began to defend. We began to take care of the basketball and got a quality win on the road. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kent Bazemore isn't often in in the final possession of a close game like that. He winds up making one of the free throws that wins the game. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, he's, most people know him as your enthusiastic bench presence, but there he was out there in a key moment. You had him out there, Mark. Yeah, well, he's not, you know, just a bench guy. You can fall in love with his routine on the bench, but I love the fact that he's into the ball games even when he's not on the floor. But he's a guy that, you know, has has continued to improve, works extremely hard. He's a big time defender. And he actually was in the game for defensive purposes and, you know, wound up, you know, getting the basketball and getting fouled. But he's a guy I got confidence in. Uh, I believe in all my guys and, and it can't be surprised seeing anybody out on the floor. But he came through, he was ready and uh we came up with a big stop and was able to get the win. Yeah, huge stuff and fun to uh, see him get the, the actually the free throw that won the game. We gotta talk to you about Jarrett Jack. 
uh, Mark, because what a performance this guy's putting on. You know, we had him on our show yesterday, and he just, he's as impressive off the court as he is on the court. He's a, he's a good, uh, he's a good speaker. He, he speaks from the heart. He talks about the team. Seems first. like kind of a leader, too, for the younger yeah. guys. Yeah. And, and can you talk about both Jarrett Jacks on and off the court, what he's meant to you as a coach? Well, he's been a steal for us. Uh, our ownership group, our front office group, did a great job of retooling our team and really taking what was once a, a weakness of ours, the backup one and the backup four, and, and turning it into a, stre- a strength in, in Jared Jack and Carl Landry. But Jack has been a voice. He's been a leader. Uh, he's been a professional, works extremely hard. He's committed. He has toughness and an edge. Uh, he's, he's been outstanding for us. And, and I said it all along, this guy... Uh, people talk about, uh, Jamal Crawford and J.R. uh, Smith in New York, but, you know, Jared Jack, in my opinion, has been the sixth man of the year. What he's done for this basketball team, closing out games, uh, a guy you can trust, uh, he's playing lights out. He's playing absolutely lights out, and he, he's an extension of the coach on the floor. He's, he's been spectacular for us. Yeah, I'll say it. It's, it's fantastic to watch him play, and he's become a guy that, uh, that people turn to. And probably. also, just, coach, just about his toughness. I mean, you, you've seen him out there early in the game when you guys said you got off to a, a slow start, and there he is. You know, he's defending himself against a guy twice his size. I mean, is that the kind of message you like a guy like Jared Jackson and the rest of your team in terms of toughness? Well, you know, the toughness that he brings on the floor, uh, the way he battles and competes. And I love the fact that, that you know, if, if there's anything, let's say, you know, in this league, you may be in practice and this guy's joking around. Uh, I don't have to get on everybody. You know, Jerry Jack is the type of guy to be like, okay, let's lock in, fellas. So he's, 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 a, he's a leader on this basketball team. And, and I, I can't see how anybody would allow him to get away once you, once you have him. He's, you know, he's every bit. Is a key to the to the what the success that we've had thus far this season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch what happens obviously in the off season, but let's not worry about that now. Let's worry about the Warriors taking on Indiana tonight, and then the New York Knicks on Wednesday night. Oh, by the way, just while we have you, I know going back to Brooklyn was a big big deal for you, but given that you're a St. John's guy, uh, is going back to the Garden even more meaningful? And of course, a former Nick, um, is you know I know Brooklyn is your home turf. Yeah, but Mark played ball, but at the, the Garden, garden is, is your Garden. Yeah. So is this even more emotional for you than going back to Brooklyn? Well, I'm I'm not a guy that excuse me that'll be emotional for you know the thing that I love the fact is I'm going to see my mom I'm going to see my oldest son who who's going to get the opportunity to come to the game my wife is flying from L A to to New York to come to the game uh, and just just see folks that I've known for a long time other than that. It's just another game and another opportunity for us to get better, you know. So I look at it like I said, you know, to a reporter yesterday. At the end of the day, uh, the thing that will take place is I had a dream of, you know, standing there and coaching in the garden as well as playing and announcing. And I think this brings closure because for the first time I will be coaching uh, in Madison Square Garden. But other than that, it's just another day at the office. Yeah, because you missed it last year because the lockout, right? Exactly. Yeah. We did not play uh, in New York. Uh, last year, so it's a great opportunity. So, I, I, I think for us, we don't want to look ahead, but we just want to continue to get better as a basketball team. But on a personal note, it is interesting. You play there in college, you play there as a pro, you announce games nationally, and now you're coaching a game there. So you're right. You, you've closed the circle, huh? Yeah, and, and you know, and these are things that you know I thought about as a kid. I dreamt about as a kid. So it's not just you know throwaway stuff for me. It's it's a, it's a wild moment, you know. And I think that's what uh, brings the emotional aspect in. Not not having an opportunity to coach there, but as a kid, you know, who would have thought? 
Yeah, beautiful yeah, stuff. Right. And obviously, uh, one more on you, Mark, and then I'll get back to your team. Is, is, is How does a lifelong New York guy adjust to the slow pace of California? Um, I know we have our traffic jams and stuff, but it is a different world. And I'm wondering, you know, now that you're in year two, how, how has California treated you in general? And what do you notice as the biggest lifestyle differences? Well, no adjustment for me because it's year two for me in Northern California, but, uh, for eight years now I've lived in Southern Cal. Uh, so that's home for me. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a better pace. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm married with four kids and, you know, putting kids in school and waking up and not having to worry about putting on scarves and hats and gloves yeah. and shoveling you out know, your car. How about boots. that? Yeah. No more snow yeah, shovels. Yeah, exactly. Warming up the car or yeah. shoveling the snow. So it's, it's it's a great situation for me, and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, being in California, and also you know my my time in Northern California. The, the fans have been off the charts, and it's been a great situation. Very very cool. Back to the Warriors now on the floor. Um, it's amazing that the news about Andrew Bogut seems so devastating. On Friday night, you had a six-game losing streak. The Spurs were in town. Oh, no, you had just beaten the Suns. I'm sorry. You had six out of seven. The Spurs were in town, and you lose Bogut. And there's a lot of negative energy, at least, you know, among the media. Oh, no, here we go again. And yet, you guys have ripped off two wins since then. Can you talk to us about how you've handled not having Bogut all year and the latest incarnation of not having Bogut, how you guys have handled it? Well, we, we have a job to do, and we had no nonsense, no excuse basketball team, and, you know, I'm sure some folks thought, uh, exactly what you said. Uh, oh no, here we go again, but that was never our thought process. Our thought process was, you know, what a great time to show just what we're made of, and I got a great group of guys that's very resilient, uh, they get after it, and they're truly pros, and they embrace challenges, and, uh, to their credit, they responded. So, uh, like I said all along, Get used to us because we're not going anywhere. We're going to continue <laughs> to win ball games, and uh, we'll see where where it winds up down the stretch. But uh, I got an incredible group that's not going to let go of the rope. So missing Bogut hurts, but uh, we will move on and, and and look forward to having him back when he's healthy. Last question for you, Mark. Mark Jackson with us uh, from Indiana Warriors Pacers night. Is it possible that you guys have better chemistry when he's not in the lineup? That's what some people are asking. Well, I understand the question, you know, but that being said, he's, he's a legitimate big man for us. He gives us a post presence. Uh, he protects the rim. Uh, he, you know, his, his ability to pass and make plays. Uh, so at the end of the day, I would say we're a better basketball team with Andrew Bogut, and, and, and we're certainly not going to panic. We're going to relax and make sure that he gets healthy, and we'll move forward. All right. Well, we enjoyed the chat, Mark. We know you got work to do. Get ready for Indiana tonight, and you know we'll uh, all be listening on KMBR. Always watching. good hearing you, Coach. And uh, enjoy your trip to New York. That should be really, really special for you. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. All the best.